0: Mr. Marcus, thank you very much for the interview. You are one of the biggest Dada experts who exist and you wrote many books about Dada, many books about rock and roll, uh, the underground cultures and also punk. Now, I've got a few questions who relate to the past discussion, but also to your work. The first and general question would be, how would you describe or define Dada in two sentences?
1: doing something that feels like it's never been done before and seeing if anybody responds.
0: And in general, what do you think about Dada today in relation to Dada yesterday?
1: People are always discovering Dada, young people, older people, and they're saying, what is this? This really happened? I want to know more about this. And then they begin to see manifestations of Dada everywhere in advertisements, um, in crazy things on the radio, um, bombastic speeches by politicians, and they say these people are Dada. These people are, which is a way of saying gaga, it's a way of saying crazy. Dada is a word that can mean anything you want it to. So Dada today is simply people discovering that once upon a time, we can really say it as if it were a fairy tale, once upon a time some people came together in one place, it happened to be Zurich, and did things that that felt like no one had ever done them before.
0: Then the next question would be, is Dada dead or not? What would be your final conclusion regarding the past discussion? Can Dada even be concluded as really dead?
1: No. Dada can't be concluded. Dada is a spirit. Dada is not quite an idea. And so it will always be there.
0: You've written the book Lipstick Traces, a secret history of the 20th century. What do you mean with Lipstick Traces? And how can its relation to the Dada movement and its characteristics be described?
1: That was just a title that popped into my head. Because, and it had a meaning, but I only understood the meaning after the phrase just appeared. I wanted to call my book Lipstick Traces. Why do I want to call it that? I didn't even know. And I understood that it's because it was about movements and culture that barely left a trace. And yet, the traces they did leave were glamorous, were colorful, like lipstick. So all these movements left behind was like a kiss on a wall.
0: That would be also kind of tadaistic. Maybe. And what do you think is the most important aspect that connects Dada with rock and roll, punk, or other music genres?
1: That's complicated to answer, it's not a simple question. I wrote a 500 page book to try and answer that question.
0: Then one of the final questions. Do you think Dada, Mr. Marcus? Excuse me? Do you think Dada?
1: Do I think in a Dada way? Yes. Sometimes, when I'm lucky.
0: And how would you describe this movement of thinking Dada?
1: Not caring what you're saying, not caring what comes next, just looking for the next word to say, to pull you into the word after that. But with no purpose, no goal, no intention, just the pleasure of writing.
0: How would you Would you criticise anything about the Dada movement or the surroundings in which it is embodied?
1: I would criticise people trying to revive their greatest hits. After the Cabaret Voltaire closed, Hugo Ball opened the Gallery Dada here in Zurich. And uh, people would give lectures to tourists about what Dada was and they would perform the same things they performed in the Cabaret Voltaire. They were imitating themselves. It was very embarrassing.
0: Thank you very much for the interview, Illa